I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. And we're on. Hi, friends. Welcome back. So this week, I have a bunch of stuff that I want to talk about. And the first thing is I had this girl message me on Instagram, and she was talking about her relationship or almost relationship or whatever we want to call it these days. Basically, she was with someone, um, and it was pretty serious, but... The relationship was long distance, and what was happening is she was putting forth all this effort. She was going to visit him. She was dropping everything to see him when he was sick. She was just putting forth all this effort, um, as we often do when we start to like people or we start to build relationships. And so she messaged me, and she was like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And basically, she was putting forth all this effort and then trying to figure out where the relationship stood, trying to see what was going on with him. And he was saying, oh, I'm busy. You know, I can't talk right now. I'll talk to you later. And then a couple days would go by and then she'd reach out again. And and he'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I've been so overwhelmed. And long story short, it just got down to the point where she was like, I think I need to move on. And we were talking through it and talking about how sometimes people ghost each other and why we're so afraid to tell people how we feel, whether we're like falling out of love with them or we're not feeling a certain connection. Mm-hmm. And so basically it just got me thinking about this this whole thing with relationships and why we're not upfront with each other and how to navigate when you're on the receiving end of it, how to know if this person really is busy or if they just don't really care enough or what to do when you're in that situation. That is exactly what we're going to cover. Yeah, so that's kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to start. Um, okay, so how am I going to respond to that? Are you asking me a question or are you just, what are we talking about here? Are well, we talking about the very reality that people ghost each other? Yeah, I mean, we can start there because basically the way I see this situation is that he ghosted her and like they were already in kind of a relationship. I don't know exactly what the label was, but. They were in a relationship and like when we think of ghosting, we think of it as like the beginnings of like getting to know someone and it's like, oh yeah, I'm into you. Yay, yay, everything's wonderful. And then all of a sudden, boom, gone. Mm -hmm. So I guess we could start there. Like, has it ever happened to you? Have you ever ghosted someone? Like, let's just talk about ghosting to start off. Okay. So with me, I, I don't think I've ever had an instance where I've been ghosted. Um, I've ha- I've I have ghosted people, and that wasn't something that I did when I was necessarily like in a <laughs> long term relationship with them. This is more or less something that I did when I was getting to know them, and I told them multiple times, "This isn't going to work out." I don't think it's, we're headed in that direction. I was very vocal about how I felt, and and I think they didn't really get the message, so I kind of ghosted them. And and in retrospect, maybe that wasn't the best way to deal with it, but it was the easiest way to deal with it. We sort of the thing that I notice is we sort of the reason we have we're, we're trying to stray away from having these difficult and awkward conversations is because we demonize the fact that we have these very real feelings and that is the feelings that like you know I don't feel the same about you and some some for some reason we need to apologize for that like we don't 
it's so much more considerate of somebody's feelings for you to tell them how you feel, even if it's not reciprocating theirs, as opposed to leading them on and having them think like, oh, they're just busy. They'll get back to me. They're still into me. Mm-hmm. Like it's you, you spare them the time from trying to catch your attention. And yeah, maybe it might suck, but you're doing them a favor in the long run and you're doing yourself a favor to your own conscience if that's what you're so worried about. Yeah, that's so true. But then at the same time, it's so awkward and it's so hard. So I guess I'll speak to that. Like, I I don't know. I've had situations where it was like, I, I don't know. Well, and I may, maybe you kind of brought this up too, where it's like you kind of communicated it to that person. And then for me, it's like, okay, how clear do I need to be? Like, I tend to sugarcoat things when, when they're in the situation. Like, I, I yeah. tend to like make the best way to nicely tell you that it's not <laughs> working out. Cause I just like, I worry so much of like about hurting that person's feelings mm-hmm. or sending mixed signals. signals. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, but even if you're not up front, you have a greater chance of sending a mixed signal. But I feel like when I'm in the situation, I'm just kind of like, Hey, you're a nice person. I just, you know, it's not like the right time. I don't know. I'm, I have to think of like a specific scenario to figure out exactly what I said. But I feel like I don't straight up say, hey, I'm not into you. Because to me, it sounds like so rude. But it shouldn't. I know it sounds rude, but there are better ways to say it. You shouldn't demonize (laughs) the entire thing like completely. And we live in a society now where that is something we've grown to demonize. It's it's just kind of like if you're not into that person, like Like you somehow somehow have to apologize for that. Like you somehow have to grow fond of the idea that you're the bad guy in that scenario and and we like we don't want to address that but the bad guy is the one the reason you're saying you're sorry because you feel bad that you're doing this or you're somehow hurting them and i'm like that's not how it works you know if if you guys were adult enough to want to enter into a sort of courtship together i think you're adult enough to address your feelings Mm -hmm. for one another even if those aren't the best feelings to talk about i think it's so much easier to spare somebody's feelings it's it's way easier in the long run, but in the short run, you know, right in front of you at the moment, it's scary because you don't know how this person's going to react. Yeah, you had a really good point about not apologizing. Like, don't. it's so true when when we are in these scenarios, we're like, oh, I'm really sorry, but I don't feel the same way. Or I'm sorry, like I had such a good time with you. And it's like, why are we apologizing in the first place? Like, maybe that's kind of where we need to change our perspective. It's not that we need to feel bad that we're not on the same page. It's, we are, you know, we're just not feeling it. And it, it, like you said, it is better to just find a way to maybe nicely, but to be upfront and to say, like, this isn't for me. Yeah. But it's hard. It, it's very difficult, but it's something that you have to work on. I think that that'll save you a lot of of um, of time wasting in the future that'll, that, because that just won't apply to your relationships. I can apply to professional levels. I can apply to just you being a, a human being in everyday life, like speaking up for yourself and saying what it is you truly want that covers a lot in multiple spectrums it's so important to learn like stand up for yourself being able to speak up for yourself like to a boss to a co-worker to someone that you know you have a conflict with like having it's so awkward it's so hard but then at the same time like when you push past those things and you actually say the truth of what you're feeling then it could potentially rebuild a relationship or it could bring you an opportunity like a raise i mean asking for a raise is very difficult but when you're like hi this is what i think then it kind of opens the door for you to be respected more because you stepped up and you said this is what i think i deserve yeah having a standard for yourself shouldn't be something that we look at as 
as like, oh, they're so full of themselves. We think that's how people are going to perceive us, but really it's not. Because I am guarantee you that everybody else in your office as well is thinking the same thing. Like, I don't want to be seen as like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm too good. I'm like, I think I'm too good for myself or something. But really, the guy that gets up there and, and has the guts to ask the boss for a raise, if you present yourself with such a demeanor that that will make it to where you actually believe what you're talking about, because there is such thing as, you know, body language. There mm-hmm. is such thing as, you know, social cues is when you go up to somebody and you're trying to express how you feel, words is not enough. You have to you have to be alive in that. You have to have identity in what it is you're saying and actually believe in what it is that you're saying. So I think that makes it very difficult when we're going through these kind of really, I guess you would say dating or such situations where we have to have these awkward conversations it's kind of like the it's kind of like a, t- a dog with his with his tail between his legs it's just kind of like shy and like sh- sh- i don't know if i want to talk about this i'm really sorry and yeah. i'm scared of like what's going to happen I'm like why are you scared don't be it's yeah. a difficult conversation to have but you're doing them a favor you're doing yourself mm-hmm. a favor and honestly the more you practice speaking on behalf of yourself the better you'll get at it because you're so good at knowing what other people want mm-hmm. but do you but you know exactly what you want as well so why can't you vocalize this as well as you can vocalize what you feel your your best friend would want. Yeah. It's so, so easy true. to give advice, but it's not so easy to take your own advice. Yeah. You know, so walk true. in that. And it, like what you said, when you have the confidence, you know, when you speak with confidence about yourself, like in the workplace, I mean, that kind of goes for the relationships too. Like yeah. if it's something that you're not interested in, maybe not being like, you know, in your face to the other person about it, but just saying like, you know, this isn't right for me, but you're a great person. And I wish you the best. And just trying to figure out, you know, a way to kind of own that without, you know, feeling bad. And I don't know. I just, I keep going back to this this girl and her situation. Because ghosting you, like when we're, even as we're talking about it right now, we're talking about like people that we aren't, you know, like when you start dating them or you start getting to know someone and you're like, oh, this isn't for me, I'm not interested. But like in her scenario... It was like she got ghosted in the midst of like a relationship. and That's bad. Yeah. And granted, I don't know how long. I, the way it came off to me was that it was like a pretty decent amount of time. I mean, they're long distance and she was like flying, you know, to this place to see him. So for me, the way she explained it was that it was pretty long. And I feel like we do see this in relationships. But when we think of ghosting, we think of like the short term getting to know somebody like, oh, I went on a couple dates with him. And then, no. you know, he totally blew me off, which like, ugh, this is the worst. Um, but no, like this is a whole different level of that because it's like you have what you think is like a commitment and a bond and you're getting to know someone and then they just kind of are like, oh, I'm busy. And like, I don't know, I can get so fired up talking about this whole busyness thing because why don't I, you well i'm about to <laughs> well, go for but it. i feel like i just i don't know i'm so passionate about this because i've seen time and time again in my own life and in like the lives of people i love and just like in conversations i've had with people that i haven't met like over social media that are talking about these same things like i just get so fired up on the the topic of busyness because i feel like people nowadays when they don't want to confront something, especially in relationships, they use busyness as an excuse. And like case in point, this girl from Instagram, she's like, oh, he's so busy. And like she's messaging me this and she's like, you know, he's doing this and that and this and that. 
And like as I'm reading it, it's oh, like, honey. yeah, it's just like all these. She's making excuses for him, He's and then I, busy. yeah, and it's like, and I mean, granted, like I don't know the guy, and I might, you know, I could potentially be wrong, and like I know that people are busy, but bottom line, like, and I told this to the girl, I was like, it sounds like you're making excuses for him, and then she was like, you know what, you're right, and it was kind of like that step back where we're like, wait a second, like it ultimately. The way I feel about busyness is that we are all freaking busy. Like we all have things going on in our lives. We all have jobs and schedules and some of us have families and children and people we take care of and, you know, just obligations. We just all, we have so much going on. But when you care about someone, you make time for them. And it's really that simple. Like if you think about it, like I could be you know, so overwhelmed with everything that I have to do, but like how hard is it to send a text to someone I care about saying like, hey, I had a super long day, I'll call you tomorrow. Or, hey, I'm in the middle of something, text you later. Or, can't talk right now, love you. I mean, it's just like, that takes literally two seconds. And like when people are like, oh, I'm so busy, I don't have time. It's like, oh, in your workday, you didn't have time to like have a lunch break and you couldn't have just like sent a text during your lunch break. Or like, on your way to work, like, before you leave the house, like, hey, I'll text you when my day's done. It's just, like, when someone cares about you, they'll make time. But and that's like, the highlight of what you just said. I want to highlight that. And this is when somebody cares. And there is a certain level in a relationship when people start caring, when they actually make you a part of their lives, a part of their daily routine. The very beginning stages of dating is not that. So when people have this sort of expectation for people to respond to them right away because they're like, oh, hey, like, we've gone on a couple dates, like... They, they need to answer me right away. I'm like, no, you're not a part of their ritual yet. Yeah, that's you're, so true. You're working your way there. So don't feel like you're entitled to anything if you haven't been granted anything yet. Like, yeah. like you don't have a, you don't have a, what's it called? A, you don't have a cabinet in his house yet. So don't pretend like you want to put stuff in it yet. Like you don't have that right. Yeah. Like you're, if you're, you're not at that level, like. Maybe they aren't. That. Maybe they aren't that busy. But can you blame them if like, honestly, like if, if we just like, let's say, for example, if I and this girl just went out on a date. First date, mm-hmm. or maybe second date, maybe even third. If we went out on a date, I wouldn't think about texting her right away, like after our date ended. We just got done hanging out. Like, like that, right. that you kind of have to put a boundary on that too, because you can overwhelm somebody that way as well. But that is, of course, like what I said, when you said, when you care about somebody. So that mm-hmm. all those apply when you care about somebody or when you're assigned to care about somebody like that girl you're talking about. If they're in a relationship, that dude's obligation is to care about her. Right. They're not just dating, dating anymore. They're not playing games. Like his obligation is to care. He has to show that. He has to demonstrate that. And like obligation to me sounds like a bad word, but I know what you mean. Where it's like, it's not like his obligation isn't like, oh, I have to like well, be kind. But it's like- Well, it when, is because it's, it's your commitment. If, as, as your name as-, as as the title of a boyfriend, like, that's what's considered. You care about this person. Right. So as weird as it sounds, it is your obligation. Like, as a a boyfriend... A willing... It should be a willing obligation. (laughs) You know what I mean. You know what I mean. The wording there. Just like, oh, you should never feel obligated to love somebody or to do something You should never feel obligated to respond to a text right away. Valid. I think, like, that's... That point is super valid because it's like, especially, like you said, when you're getting to know somebody, it's not instantaneous it's not whatever you want you get right away like you don't want to be too much like I think it's awesome to be too much in the sense of like caring about people and loving people but Mm -hmm. I think we also have to draw a line like especially when we're meeting someone it's like you don't need to like 
text them 24 7 or yeah. like throw your entire heart at them and be like i love you you know like you're gonna freak them out and they'll ghost you then <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> but yeah like you said when you care when you're in a relationship where there's care involved that's when it becomes important to be there to show up to give a crap and and that's not an obligation that's something you willingly signed up for yeah exactly so that that's that's what i was trying to make the point earlier it's not an obligation it's like a willing thing that you want to do like a willing like expectation maybe that's a better word i don't know but bottom line like you care about somebody you show up you answer you respond and you're right it doesn't have to be like the second they text you or let me drop everything i'm doing to respond or to answer your phone call absolutely not but it's like when it comes down to it, are you making time for them or are you exactly. using excuses and saying, oh, I can't because of this or, oh, I have this thing to do. It's like you can text me before that thing. And this applies to me. actual relationships. Like, yeah. This applies to people that are that have like a mutual – that established they had a mutual yeah. interest in one another. Amen. That they were both pursuing the same thing. Like it was a cons- thing. It was a consensual – uh, arrangement like <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to word this the best way that i can yeah no so, it has to be something that's like established in yeah the sense so like, of like in the hey, situation that you're we? saying like the we situation are together the okay. situation that you're talking about if she's saying that they were in a relationship like again i never saw these messages i, mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly what went down but i'm saying if we're taking this for an example if she said they're in a relationship that means that he at some point in time agreed, hey, look, we're dating. Like, we're together now. Right. That means, see, okay, fellas, the thing about this is when you tell a girl, like, yeah, like, let's be together. Like, let's be a couple. That means you're you're willingly putting aside the time to nurture and care about this person. Like, mm-hmm. and not care about them in the sense, like, they're a kid, but care about them in the sense, like, you, you guys have you have a relationship, and that's something that ha- takes a lot more tedious nurturing than a friendship. You dev- you you devote more time to them, mm-hmm. and with that comes certain responsibilities. Like hey, like like responding to a simple text. Mm-hmm. Like even if you even if you don't go like romantic comedy out. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm saying just know what comes with that because a lot of people have mistaken the idea with dating with courtship. And a lot of people don't know exactly what it is that they want. So this person that you're courting, and I've gotten a lot of slack from that when I've said courting because it sounds really old-timey, but it's the proper term. Mm-hmm. When you're ch- generally courting somebody, you you both should express and have that conversation early. Like, hey, this is wor- what I'm expecting to get at this. Mm-hmm. And the other person should agree with you. If not, then what are you guys even doing? Yeah. Because so no true. relationship starts off with a compromise. It doesn't start off with you saying like, oh, okay, I'm going to, uh, if I do this, then you'll do that. And, and I do my half and you do your half. Like, like it, you don't have to compromise for this. You don't have to change who you are because of this person. I'm saying like, if it comes down to it, like, when does, when does love stop being love and love start being a contract that nobody should ever sign? You have to know what it is you're doing in this relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to know who is it, who it is that you're with. And I'm not sitting here saying like, oh. Like, women know your men and men know your women. No, I'm saying, like, just be aware. Be you have aware. to have, like, the conversation of... Have the communication skills with that person and right. establish that right off the bat. If you guys don't mm-hmm. have that, then do you even have a relationship without communicating? Yeah. Like, talk to one another. That's what a relationship is. Mm-hmm. That is something I cannot stress enough. Like, if you're not talking to one another, what are you guys doing? How do you expect these issues to resolve themselves? Right. Like, they won't. Just... Don't be afraid of talking, especially to your significant other, because if you chose that person and they chose you, 
It's because you were, you know that both, you both knew that you were eventually going to go into the the muddy area together. Mm -hmm. And that was involving having conversations you might not want to have, but Mm -hmm. you're going to do it anyway because you care about this person. You want to see them do well and they want to see you do well. If you guys remotely actually care about each other, you'll talk about these difficult feelings, even if that means you guys don't be, aren't together anymore. Like if you genuinely care about somebody, if I genuinely cared about somebody and she, and I knew she was so much better off without me, don't be afraid of letting somebody go. Mm Mm-hmm. But communicating that, but not communicate just being like, that. oh, you're too good. And for don't me. ghost them. <laughs> yeah, but not just saying like, oh, you're too good for me, and like, I just you deserve better. But like, actually having a conversation and saying, hey, I'm not ready, or you know, communicate. Yes. Like, so you're both on the same level. Like, mm-hmm. do you remember the 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 girl that I was talking to, Darby? Um, no, I'm serious. Like, you know who I was talking about. What happened with this, and uh, seriously, like, there's like five million Darbies in the world. So, yeah, let them be one of them. <laughs> pick your pick, fellas. Um, okay, so what happened with this is right off the bat, because I had been taking a break from dating for such a long time that I literally sat down with her the beginning of whatever it could have been, and I told her, hey, this is what I want to happen with you and I. And I know this is, like, really early in the stages, but... I feel like I want to express that to you so you know what my end goal is. Like, I don't want you to think that you have to anticipate this. Like, a relationship nowadays a relationship nowadays is so hard to read. Like, why are we expected to be mind readers? Mm-hmm. Like, girls expect guys to read their minds, and, and guys expect girls to read their minds. Like, somehow, like, no. What's, what's so difficult about talking to one another? Like, when did well, love... hard. When did like... love become... When did love become something that you had to, like, guess... Like, yeah, like stop, try, stop doing that. That's not beneficial for anybody. Stop doing that. You're, you're not, you're not unique when you're doing that. You're, yeah. you're, you're just being difficult. Well, I remember when you told me about how you sat down and had like a conversation early on and you were like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is how I feel. And I was just like, wow, that's awesome. Because what a refreshing thing to hear that you were just able to be honest and to do so in a way that like really set it up from the beginning. So this person can be like, Hey, I'm either on the same page or I'm not. And then, like, I want to go back to what you said about compromise. Like, I thought that was so interesting because I've never thought of it that way. Like, when you're starting out, you shouldn't feel like you're compromising parts of yourself for someone. You should feel like you're having a conversation and you're being on the same page from the start. And then as it becomes a relationship, that's when you willingly compromise, like, different pieces of your life. Never yourself, but, like, you compromise to, like, meet one another halfway. And, like, that's what the girl that was messaging me on Instagram, like, that's what the relationship was lacking. It was, like, and the more we, like, we're talking about these things, I'm wondering if maybe it was just, like, one of those almost relationship things where, like, they never had the conversation Like, maybe she had. thought and he didn't, like, maybe she thought that's what it was and, and... Well, and, and, and like, and, and halfway, a part of me is, like, well, what the heck, you know, if you didn't have this conversation with this guy, then how do you expect him to, you know be committed to you but then on the other hand it's like wait a second dude she's flying out to see you she's visiting you and you're sick i mean it's kind of like not early stages (laughs) well it's like you guys obviously have something whether or not you've had the conversation and like that's what frustrates me the most about relationships is like first of all it's hard as hell to have these conversations second of all when we do are we really being upfront and third of all like at the end of the day like there's just so much confusion and it's just like, ah, oh, I don't know. It, yeah, that, just, it just drives me crazy. Because... I could see why. It That's part of human nature or well, modern society that aggravates me is that 
we kind of dozed off from the idea that we needed to talk to each other. And it's the easiest thing to do, but it's the hardest thing and to do. And it's so ironic because literally every relationship is founded and created from communication. Like you cannot... Should be. But you, yeah. but you can't have a relationship without it, you know? Like you might suck at it, but like... No, you... I completely agree with you on that. Like you cannot have a relationship without communication. I, I mean, look at... I mean, you can be in the worst possible... like situation like financially or something and you have your significant other and if you guys are on the same page you do not worry but but if you're in the situation where you seemingly have everything but the your communication with your significant other sucks like everything else is virtually meaningless at the time because it's all you can think about if this is a person that you come home to that you look forward to having a future with that you look forward to having a family with if you guys aren't communicating right off the get-go, how do you expect that any form of marriage counseling or anything like that will somehow bounce you back? If you yeah. guys couldn't get it, like, couldn't communicate even when you were just dating. Yeah. Oh, there's an airplane passing over. <laughs> Can you hear it? Oh, wow. I thought it was just like the sensitivity <laughs> of the microphone. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. San but, Diego living. <laughs> but, but that's just my point is with me. That's something I've kind of adopted into my own heart is when I do, when I do find a girl that I want to court and keep on laughing at me for saying that, but I said, I'm going to stick to that. When I do find a girl that I really want to court, the first thing right off the bat, after I get to know her and I'm like, you know what? I, I think I like her after knowing her as a friend. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea, guys. And pay attention. It is not a bad idea to sit down with her and be like, Hey, these are my intentions. I want more from you i want more with you mm-hmm. and i'm okay with being patient and that's one of the things that we cannot get over is the patience aspect we want everything right away and there's a reason that tinder is blowing up and people actually meeting one another it's like like it's skyrocketing the opposite direction like, yeah like and it's, it's so people want something quick because they think that an instant relief is going to work but it's not a, a meaningful caring relationship is not something you meet at the back of a bar you probably met them at the front of the bar. So. <laughs> I'm laughing because I met my boyfriend in a bar. Did but... you meet him at the back of the bar, though? <laughs> uh, perhaps the middle. There you go. See, so middle is still fine, guys. Like, it don't worry. Back. It's okay. Oh, Christ. <laughs> no, but well, you like, know what I mean. The point. The point. Like, you're not going to meet him. You're not going to meet him, like, on a St. Paddy's Day, like, binge drink with your friends, like, when you're all plastered. Like, I'm saying if, meet... if you want to genuinely meet somebody that wants to find what you're finding, then try to genuinely look for this person and not settle for anything and not not sell yourself short to being like eh, i guess this person will do and like being, have a standard for yourself that's yeah, not bad no absolutely not and like i i just i mean i don't know going back to what you said about where you meet people like, i met at a bar we did meet at a bar um there's nothing wrong with that but it's like <laughs> i think wherever you like it's all about like do you want something quick and fast like are you looking for like a hookup and something quick and meaningless or are you trying to develop like something real and like i wait before like when we were talking about like intentions and being up front like i was super up front with my boyfriend the night i met him like yeah you were up front (laughs) it was terrifying it was probably the most terrifying thing in my entire life and i like i've wrote about this on instagram but the night that i met him I was at a bar and like we'd been drinking and I was like, wow, this guy's really cool. And like we literally walked out of the bar at closing and I was with my friends and like I straight up like turned to him and I was like, I kind of like you and I want to get to know you, but I'm not going to go home with you. (laughs) 
so you can text me. Like, it was just so, like, it was the most stressful situation. But, like, my point with all that is, like, my intentions were honest and I was upfront. And it actually ended up being the most amazing thing because I was able to, like, show my heart to him and then he was able to understand where I was coming from Mm -hmm. and then we built a relationship off of that communication and like he knew where I stood and I knew where he stood and then we just like we built a relationship out of something that could have just been like a hot mess you know what I mean and like yeah it just built into something and so it's just like the awkward conversations that we have are so important because it's like it could change everything I mean honestly speaking I I really admire hearing your story for like the 500th time like i didn't get it the i didn't get it the first 499 but the 500th time was a sweet spot and i get that and i appreciate that but i think i think that i i want to be really honest when talking about like my dating life because my dating life is not what it was what it is now like my dating life consisted of i was actually involved with like i tried tinder a couple of times and and honestly like i thought that was just like eh, whatever like i wasn't expecting to find anything meaningful out of it and you'd be surprised how many people I met that actually were. And, and I was put in the situation many times where I, 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 I had to like walk away because there have just been like this. It's not, it's not that they had anything to do with this person, but I have like, and this is something I want to specify is there's nothing wrong with having standards for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like as a human being, we, 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 we crap on the idea that of having standards for ourselves, like saying like, Oh, like, no, they're like, they're not my type or like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not feeling like you as a person. Mm-hmm. We took that idea and we were kind of just like, Oh, that makes you a bad person. Like, why not give them a chance? Like, I'm like, cause I didn't like them. Yeah. Aren't you, you're supposed to be attracted to the person you care about. And I, I mean like find something within their heart that you're attracted to, not just physically. I'm saying like something in their heart. Yeah. When I talk about these people, they were great people. They were great, great women. They were great. But there was nothing inside of their heart that I discovered that I could actually latch onto and feel like I had a connection with. Mm-hmm. So that to myself wasn't meeting a standard. And I was like, you know what? Like, what if if I dated you, it would be a compromise. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds bad, but I, it would be a compromise because, like I said, like I'm already not feeling like we have something. It so wouldn't wh- be fair to either of you. I'm I'm leading you on because you think that I somehow like you, and you're and well, you're not leading me on because I know where I'm at. But I'm saying. I'm leading you on. So really, that makes me the bad guy. And I can acknowledge that because I i wasn't tossing around the term and I'm not tossing around the term now of the good guy, bad guy. But I can willingly tell you that I would have been the bad guy if I would have been like, I mean, I guess you'll do. Like, no, that's yeah. that's bad. And yeah. don't, don't do that. Like, yeah. don't settle for anything less than your standard. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Like, I don't know who it is I'm going to end up dating. I don't know who it is that I'm going to end up marrying. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you one thing, and I don't think I will meet her if I keep if I were to have been okay with just like, all right, Tinder will do whatever. Who the first person yeah. that I meet, like, I don't think that's how I was. <laughs> I don't think that's a wonderful story to tell my kids, and I just don't feel like I feel I don't feel like we we really even even understand dating anymore. I feel like dating has taken such a back seat to hookups. Yeah, unfortunately, like it's taken a back seat to hookups and and meaningless sex and. I just, I'm being completely honest about that. Like, for me, everybody, like, since since sex has been easier to get, love's been harder to find. And it's just, I don't know. Like, for me, I don't, I don't sit well with that. 
And that's kind of why I, I take, I took so long away from dating. And I decided that when I did start dating again, I was going to go in it with the purest of rawest of heart and just be like, you know what, I'm gonna sit you down and tell you, even if we don't work out, these are my intentions. And this is what I want to do with you and go out with you and stuff like, and if all you want is to hook up with a girl, then don't bother having that sit down with her. Yeah. But make sure that she doesn't think that you're somehow in love with her. Yeah. Because then you're you're a crappy person. <laughs> I think it all boils down to the conversations and... Communication. And yeah, like wherever your heart is, you know, power to you, but be upfront with that person. And, you know, if you're not feeling them anymore, or it's not working out or you don't feel ready or whatever... I think we just need to be honest with each other because that's where like we avoid people's heartbreaks and we just we build relationships that are more meaningful and even if we are like rejecting someone like at the end of the day we're still like we're still like building people you know what I mean even if you're not like into a certain person like they aren't going to look at it as, as like something's wrong with them because they've heard from you from your lips hey I'm just not ready or I'm just not this isn't for me and then you take away all that crap that comes along with ghosting where people self-doubt and they think they're the problem and they're like oh something's wrong with me and this and that but like when yeah. you're up front with someone you just take all of that away and then there's no more insecurity or doubt or oh, I wonder if I did something, you know, wrong or, oh, I wonder if I should have been more this or that or I wonder, you know. So it's just, it all boils down to just being up front even when it's hard. Uh, yeah, honestly, I like what you said there. I never took that into consideration, but ghosting people does have a really big impact on their on their morale because mm -hmm. you're just sitting there and thinking, like, what did I do wrong? Right. What's wrong with me? Am I not attractive enough? Like, you put yourself in that box and well if we're gonna like what okay i think we had a good talk here and i think that now's a good time to leave our final thoughts marissa do you want to say anything in in like modern dating especially when you meet someone like at a place like a bar it's just you know that's kind of there's like this weird expectation of people meeting people at bars that like oh like it's a hookup da, 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 da. and like for me it was just like okay that's not like that's not how I am and I'm just gonna tell this guy and risk losing him even though I think he's really cool and I want to get to know him it was like oh, I'm just yeah. gonna do it and so I did it and like I don't know it's like if I if I could sum up what we've talked about in like one moment that for me was like the one really big moment where I was like very honest and like raw and it was terrifying but it was awesome because it built what became a relationship and I don't think if I hadn't have said that I don't know what would have happened you know like it would have been confusing or maybe like he would have you know like insinuated something and I would have gotten upset or like it would have been awkward there would just been so many unsaid things and it could have really ruined the potential of what we now have so it's like sometimes it's hard but and I mean, even if it hadn't worked out, it, it's still better to say things and to be true to what you're feeling than to not say anything at all and wonder why or wonder what could have been. Yeah, I see where you're coming from with that. Like, I think that we we kind of put ourselves in a situation where we think that having a standard for ourselves and believing that we're worthy of more is somehow completely disingenuous of who we really are but 
I think that just pursuing more for you and not in a selfish way, but pursuing more of what realistically you feel belongs to you in terms of love and in terms of like having financial stability, like just finding what it is that makes you comfortable and what makes you comfortable won't necessarily always look like what makes your comfortable, your, your neighbor comfortable. Like Mm -hmm. it's all different for everybody. So if I can leave you with anything, it's just, if we can leave you with anything, it's just live your own life and Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to speak up for your behalf. You know, we got so good at talking about other people's behalfs and knowing what our best friends want and what our friends would do and what this person would do. We got so good at that, but don't take a, don't take a cheesy quote from, from our podcast. Don't take a, don't take us as somehow we're telling you the secrets of life. Like we're no smarter than you guys and we're just living the same life. We're just on a different level. Mm -hmm. We're just going through different experiences and that's kind of why we do this. We just want, we want to be able to share that with you guys. And, you know, with that, we welcome questions. We welcome you guys talking to us. And I think with that, we're going to end. So, yeah. So thanks for being here and we will see you next time. See you next time, guys.